Hello and welcome to this week's Next Sense Institute podcast. My name's Trudy Smith and I'm the manager of Continuing Professional Education and your host for this podcast today. We're doing all of our build-up at the moment, getting ready for the OMAA Symposium on the 28th of September. And I'm really delighted to have our guests with us today. I've got Kay Daly and Angela Reynolds. We're going to talk a little bit about the conference. So, Kay, can you please introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah, sure, Trudy. Kia ora koutou. Um, my name's Kay Daly. I'm the current president of OMAA. Um, I've been the president since November. It's been a very big learning curve for me and, and lots of fun connecting and meeting with um, co-professionals and working alongside the amazing stuff that OMAA is doing. Um, I trained in 1990 as an O&M specialist, long time ago, 30 years I think I've been practicing. Um, and I was one of the first to be trained in New Zealand. So that was a really interesting time here. I was doing my um, psych degree and went, oh, that sounds interesting. I wonder what that is. I'll apply for that job. I'm an M specialist. Um, never looked back. So 30 years. Um, I'm currently the national leader for the Blends Blind and Low Vision Education Network New Zealand um, team of O&M, um, the national service leader. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. I think oh, I've got two teenage kids and a husband and a dog and two cats. Great to have you with us, Kay. And Angela? Hi, Trudy. Hi, Kay. Uh, yeah, I, I am currently on the OMAA Professional Development Committee. Uh, so we are the, um, the subcommittee of OMAA and we're organising the O&M uh, Symposium, uh, OMAA Symposium. Uh, so we're really excited about this opportunity this year to have this five video conference. And um, uh, yeah, we're here. But looking forward to chatting more about it with you. Uh, just as a bit of background for me, I work for Guide Dogs New South Wales and I'm based in the Albury office, so I'm regionally based. And I did my training back in 1998, 99. Uh, so I have been working as an O&M specialist since then and love, love this field. And, and I'm really enjoying being part of a group of people who are involved in looking at some professional development opportunities for our profession, because it's just a really, um, a, a really important aspect of what we do to keep adapting and changing and uh, developing our skills. Great, it's lovely to have you both with us. So Kay, can you tell us a little bit more please about OMAA? Yeah, sure Trudy. Um, OMAA or the Orientation and Mobility Association of Australasia is a formally incorporated body under Consumer Affairs Victoria. And lots of work in the last year or so has gone toward the, the association refining and clarifying its systems to ensure that it is fit for purpose to support um, the O&M field that we're currently practicing in, um, the, the climate we're pr currently practicing in. We all know that factors such as funding changes, expectations regarding professional certification and accreditation being raised and queries regarding how we, we are unique in our um, scope of practice have been recent challenges for OMAA as a professional body and we have worked really hard to respond to those and make, you know, make um, conversations with stakeholders um, to move our uh, profession forward. Um, in essence, OMAA is uh, led by O&M specialists and for O&M specialists, as well as other parties that are interested in our field and promoting our field. Its purpose is to provide a vehicle for peak professional practice in the field of O&M in Australasia. Um, as Angela mentioned, she's on one of the four committees um, 
um, and those four committees have been focusing um, their work on on four, those four things, ensuring standards of practice are met are in line with current best practice, advocating for sharing and sharing opportunities and providing quality O&M professional development, as we know with the symposium coming up, developing shared understandings in our communication um, within and beyond the O&M field. That's really important, particularly as things change with NDIS, et cetera. Um, and, and the, the latest focus has been um, our membership engagement committee, who is obviously um, working on getting members engaged, um, making sure voices are heard and people feel a part of the association. Um, one of the things that I do want to mention is that everybody involved in OMAA does so in a voluntary basis. So there's a lot of work that goes on on top of our regular O&M jobs. And um, I just want to put out the message there that without continued interest and commitment of time from those who practice in the field, um, O&M may not be able to fully re represent us to the best that we want to do. So, so I therefore invite everybody to have a go, be involved and support this body that is for us all. Absolutely. And it's, it's so important to acknowledge that volunteer time that people do to, to, to build and, and strengthen your association. But I understand that you've got a, an anniversary this year. Yeah, totally. We're 50 years young. I'll say young, 30 of it I've been involved in. Um, and it's been a bit of a, a road of rewards and, and learning and reflecting. I've seen the, in my little time, I've, I've seen OEMA go through lots of changes from, you know, kind of becoming a little bit skeletal to coming into volumes of interest, um, you know, and recently seen OEMAA really work hard to, to professionalise, to support with um, ACREP and comms, et cetera, um, and really reflect where we need to be in the climate that we're in. Um, I'm, I understand there might be a little bit of um, little bit of talk more at the symposium about our 50 years and, and where we've come from. And I also know that um, we have been uh, accumulating lots of memories in our um, his, historical um, project that Jeremy Hill leads. So that's all exciting stuff. I think I've seen a photo of me about 20 years ago as a young O&M <laughs> uh, practitioner in Melbourne at a conference a bit of a blast really the hairstyles were very different um, <laughs> the other thing that's happening this year is we have the O&M census so again it, it's a really important thing that all the professional uh, all the profession needs to be involved in let your mates know that it's happening by connecting with OMAA info um, so that we can actually send out that census material to as many people who are and have been in the O&M profession, just so that we get an idea of where people are, who they are, and where they might have gone to. Absolutely. And I guess the symposium is, is, is part of that, Kay. Why is it so important that people come along? Well, yeah, O&M is a very isolating or fairly isolating profession. There are not many of us. We're a bit of a boutique mob. Um, so, I, so I think that it's really important that we take opportunities to come together and share and learn. Um, and that's something that's more complex for us in these COVID times. So, you know, again, really seizing those opportunities. I know last year the symposium was run um, and had incredible um, positive feedback um, from participants. Um, my team here, a number of my team here in New Zealand went to it and, and were raving and then shared their their learnings with the rest of the team. So it's not just the symposium itself, but it's actually, you know, where that then 
um, osmosis is to to other ONMs. Um, yeah, so I, I think come along. It's really an opportunity for us to case low, case share our cases, share our thoughts, share our reflections, and, and you know be in touch with others of who have the same thinking and ways as us. Absolutely, and we've worked really hard. Um, to try and build in that that opportunity for networking and discussion as well as formal learning and I think it's a it's always a powerful learning experience part of those powerful learning experiences is going to be your keynote Angela can you give us a, a few hints into as to what you're going to be talking with us all about so today, for the very first time, we're very excited to announce that we will have Donna Sauerberger as our keynote presenter. Donna is an American O&M, a Certified Orientation and Mobility Specialist, and she'll be uh, talking about change, adapting to change, uh, where we are now, where we're going uh, into the future. And um, she'll be uh, kicking off our, our day on, on that day, the symposium. So Donna has got a long list of achievements. She's been involved in the O&M field for over 40 years. And for those of you who aren't familiar with her, she's written two books about O&M. Uh, she's co-authored a chapter in the Big Red Book, which is uh, how we fondly call it, uh, a textbook called The Foundations of O&M. Uh, and that was about uh, teaching O&M to students who are deafblind. She has published uh, an, a list longer than my arm of journal articles, and uh, she's held positions uh, across um, America on a lot of boards and professional affiliated O&M organisations in the US. And uh, she's a lifelong learner and sharer of information in the field. She's quite a treasure. She also has special interests in working with people who are deafblind, and also uh, she's developed a huge array of resources and information about road crossings and teaching road crossings to people who have low vision and who are blind. So as O&Ms, we look to Donna a lot uh, in regard to that and, and learning from that. So it sounds like it's going to be fascinating and I know that the program is coming soon and that's also going to be really exciting and we will put a link in our show notes to how you can register for this event on September 28th. Please come along. As Kay said, it's that opportunity to network and engage and to learn in the field, which is incredibly important. Ladies, thank you so much for being with me today to talk about this. It's been lovely to get to know you a little bit better as well and we look forward to interacting with you more at the OMAA Symposium.